Hey everybody, and welcome back to Brutally Honest Reviews. It's a little foggy. Uh, I don't know why in here. Um, this week I'm joined with Rob, Paul, <laughs> and Sam. And uh, we're going to review Searching. Um, directed by, I do not remember, but... Anish Chigante. Mm -hmm. You really remember that? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, we were just talking about it. Yeah. Um, what else has he directed, you know? Actually, he hasn't directed anything. This was his first feature film. Um, oh, he has directed things, obviously. it's. Uh, I think he's uh, a number of short films. Um, short film uh, Monsters um, was yeah. one of the ones I remember. Um, short film uh, uh, Google Glass, I think. Um, but he's, he's done a few short films. This is his first feature by all accounts, you know, if you trust the internet, which is never wrong. <laughs> That's interesting, actually. Um, so let's uh, actually go into your background a little bit. So Paul is the first time Paul is joining us. Um, what do you do? Um, well, I'm primarily uh, an actor. I, uh, I've done uh, many different roles in theater and film. Uh, actually met Evan by uh, being cast in one of his films. Um, but recently, I have been doing a lot of work behind the camera too, uh, producing, directing. Uh, I got my first uh, director's uh, flag under my belt on our uh, 48 this year, which was a lot of fun. Um, and uh, just trying to learn every facet of the, of the film industry as much as I can. But um, if you ask me what I am, I'm, I'm an actor. Awesome. Um, so without going into too much detail, uh, right off the bat, what did you all think about the movie, starting with Rob and coming down the, the line? Oh, God, I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> no, I did that specifically for Sam. It gets her all antsy. <laughs> <laughs> I really do. Um, it was a bit of a slow burn for me. I wasn't... I didn't hate the movie. I didn't really like the movie. Towards the end, I'd probably say towards the last 20, 30 minutes, I really started to like it. But um, I really didn't like the way they chose to shoot it at all. Using all the the phones, the CCTV, and the um, laptops and all that. I wasn't a big fan of the way they used to shoot it. What do you think? Um, I, I completely agree with Rob. Disagree with Rob. Um, it was. Uh, I thought it was a really great film. Um, I actually uh, saw it with uh, with Ellen, uh, my wife, and I. Uh, I turned to her about. Um, I want to say about fifteen minutes into the film, and I'm like, "Have you noticed yet?" Because we didn't look into it before we did the movie. So noticed. have you have you noticed yet? And she said, "Why?" Says, "You haven't seen anyone outside of." A screen outside of you know a, a computer screen or a CCTV or anything like that, and I didn't know that going in, and I found that like you know truly fascinating to be honest, and and uh, I was transfixed by it because it was very unique to me, and, and just fell into uh, the, along the lines of, of several other movies over the last like 10, 15 years that have really struck me as something that's new or that's really inspiring, um, and you know I'll certainly be paying attention to. Uh, to the director's, you know, films going forward, you know? Cool. Um, I just want to pop a spoiler real quick before I go into my review. Are you going to say it? I'm going to say it. I thought that's what Paul was going to say. I was like, did you notice I, it? I think I talked to you about it, and... They don't find White Castle? <laughs> no, they never find White Castle. Oh, dude, I can't believe you told him that. <laughs> but, um, 
early on in the movie, without going into detail, it's we in the see very a picture. You can say it. Yeah, we see we see a picture of uh, John Cho as the lead character, uh, one of the leads, but really the lead character, um, whose daughter goes missing. And in this photo, he's standing with his daughter in front of the school that she just she just got enrolled in, and it's catfish. It's it's home. Of, it's wherever it is. It's home of the catfish. So, so it says high school. Whatever, so-and-so high school, I forget. Um, they covered that part. The only part that was, like, showing was, like, <laughs> home of the school catfish. and then home of the catfish. And I'm like, love a good catfish story. I'm assuming everybody knows the show Catfish. And what being a catfish is. Yeah. And if you don't, Google it. We've <laughs> got time to explain to you what that shit is. It's a pretty strong spoiler when you think about it, though. I, they did it so... Like, it was so smart to use that photo, too. Yeah. I'm I'm just I liked it. We're just gonna get into it. Um but <laughs> the reason that I'm I'm gonna take over. Go ahead, for we'll come, come back for, for first. <laughs> yeah. So like in the very beginning, it's like really cute, like home movies and like photos of the family. It's mom, dad, daughter. You know, you see them as she's growing up. As she's growing up, the mother gets sick and you see like the emails between the doctor and the mother. She has cancer, I believe. I think, right? it, I think it was. Yeah. And um, it kind of is just like, <clears throat> you continue to see her name. Is Hannah? Hannah is the daughter? Is that her character name? I, I think don't so, yeah. recall. The daughter, is, I think, is a good reference. So she is just photos of them like growing up, and then the mother does pass away. So the first photo of just father and daughter is the one standing in front of home with a catfish and I'm like that's really smart that they chose that one because they focused on that one for a little bit Mm -hmm. so that you could be like oh my god the mother like it was to show the mother died without saying it but they kept it up there for a while so if you looked around you were able to see home with a catfish and kind of yeah I highly enjoyed that yeah like from the beginning I really like the whole like little montage thing because I do like that it is in that style yeah I don't like the unfriended films but I like Mm -hmm. that it's similar to that kind of like desktop thing but I like that they use different like they use like the security camera like footage at one point they use the phones they use you know the laptop computer and like different things of it rather than just like a Skype box like mm-hmm. the unfriended movies use. Yeah. Um, even though the second one wasn't that bad. Um, I liked seeing that kind of set up in a more serious kind of setting. Yeah. So, yeah. I liked it. I just want to talk about that point because I was like, do you see that it says catfish when I like went to go see it? Um, I, I liked I liked how the... I liked how they used uh, like the really fast popping cutting images of of you know all of the VFX they did with mm. the text bubbles and all that stuff yeah. and the noise because it gave you a sense of claustrophobia even though you were kind of just in the internet yeah the no. entire movie yeah yeah, mm. yeah it's very yeah you you were in the moment um, and I th- I thought it was um, I really liked the authenticity of it I, I liked um, you know like the, the way they paid attention to um, certain um, grades of television how the the, the picture quality. Uh, was was degraded mm. in certain f- fashions, whether it be a CCTV and whether it be like a, a big market CCTV or like a, a convenience store CCTV. Right. Mm. Simple simple things like that, and then also the fact that they used um, um, 
they either paid or, or you know came to an agreement with Google, with Facebook, with all of these other entities to use mm. the actual logos and the actual you know right. messengers and stuff. They didn't right. just contrive uh, something similar. You know, they mm. they went they went full bore on it, and it, it made you kind of like you know feel at home in the movie. Yeah, yeah. you know, it, it felt it felt real. Felt you you were taking the journey with them. Mm. I thought so. When, when we start the movie, we like you said, we meet John Cho, and we meet. Uh, we find out that he lost his wife um, and his son, his son, his daughter. Uh, Hannah <coughs> also lost her mother, um, and you see the kind of the tension that it causes him um, between her. Uh, he doesn't really know how to talk to her because every time he sees his daughter, he thinks of his wife, mm-hmm. so he doesn't know how to approach that. And so we see that that damaged relationship during the whole movie kind of manifest itself. Mm-hmm. And we see John Cho figure out, um, I don't know his name in the movie. I don't either. I don't remember anybody's um, name. David. David? Yeah. Okay, so David. Um, during the course of the movie, we kind of, we see him go through like a change. We see him realize that he's been neglectful and he's been uh, quote-unquote shitty dad and quote-unquote didn't know his daughter at all. Even though that's not the impression you get yeah, right off the not bat, at yeah. all. it just seems it's it's almost like a, an, an emotional tension, mm-hmm. um, and they're just kind of like you know forging ahead. And he does all the dad things, you know yeah. what I mean? He he has the connection. They talk on the phone, they text. So you feel like okay, this is how families are connected. But then it tells the story of no matter how connected you feel like you are, you can be completely disconnected. Right. Yeah, and that's the illustration. And I think you know. That's that's the the story there. That's the underlying tale, isn't it? It's like mm. just, you know, we always say, well, how well do you really know somebody? It's like, well, if you don't really try, if you just go through the motions, how well do you know your relationship with anybody in your household, whether right. it be your, your, you know, any of your children, mm. you know? And, it, and it's basically a slap in the face, you know, especially for me as a father with three kids. It's like, you know, make sure you're actually connecting with your kids and not just going through the motions of. You know, and I think it's also cool. one of those things. It's like the angsty teen thing. Mm-hmm. It's like they don't yep. understand. And when you're kind of in that point, especially as a young girl losing their mother, like that's kind of a big deal because she lost her like right before high school. Yeah. And like you know, I definitely saw that like the dad was trying. Like at no point did I think he was like a shitty dad. But some people just don't know how to like right. cope. And he was like, I just want to. You know, I love my wife, but I just don't want to, you know, talk about it. And she did want to talk about it, right. but she she also didn't know how to say I need to talk about it because that was like a big thing where they were like, she wants to talk about it. I'm like, at what point? Yeah, I didn't get that. Fr- I mean, you know, shit happened with her kind of early, but like, even with the whole FaceTiming thing when she was at her study group, which was very shortly after the beginning, she was like, I gotta go, bye, and I'm like. Like, I got the whole sense that he was trying a lot more than, like, the family thought he was. Because even the brother was like, you're not talking to her. You're not trying. And he's like, the fir- right off the bat, you see, you know, like, you know, he's doing the dad things. Like, why did you take out the trash? Like, you know, whatever sends right. a picture. Like, you know, and then she's just being but the whole, like, I don't want to talk. It's, I have to um, do stuff with my friends. Bye. I well, she didn't a- have any friends. I know, but he yeah. didn't know that. Right. But it's like, how much did she keep from him because yeah. he didn't want to talk to her, but she wasn't talking to him because teenage angst. It's a commentary on the family unit. 
It's mm. a commentary on the fact that the mother was the linchpin. Yeah. That, you know, they, were, they, they looked like a really tight, loving family, but really it's centered around her. The mother. You know, sure. it's like, and, and that's that's how it is in, in any family, really. A, a strong built family, is, it's, be, it's around a matriarch or a patriarch. Mm-hmm. In this case, it was her. But because... Um, she died at such a young age for the child. You didn't get an illustration of that. You just right. kind of went through it. So, so really, it was a case again. Like I said, he's just going through the motions, right? As opposed exactly. to truly understanding. Mm-hmm. But it's not necessarily his fault, as you as you said. He is trying, right? He just doesn't understand. He doesn't know how. He to doesn't help. understand right. how to connect. And, right. and I say it's, it. I really like it. It's a great illustration of that. Um, and there was a lot to like about the film because of that, you know? Yeah, but I like it's, when they're emotional. But it's like also that. really niche, and so you can understand why Rob is like, you know, yeah, this is not my thing. Because, mm. you, I mean, I, for me, it was a fascination with what was happening. What I realized was happening, and then, as I'd, uh, I've said to you recently, is now I'm behind the camera. Mm. I pay attention to so much more of the technicalities and the details, right. the, yeah. you know, the, the composition and all those things that, mm. that put together. It's not just a case of how the actors are doing. Right. You know, a couple of years ago, you, you could have me sat down in front of a commercial and I will tell you, like, wow, that was a fantastic piece of acting in a commercial, which mm. is not what you find Oscar right. worthy performances, but there's some fantastic pieces of acting in something mm. so ridiculous. Now I'm seeing all these little niche things. I, I bore him to death with, like, you know, my <laughs> fascination of, you know, killing of the sacred deer and things like that. Mm. You know what I mean? It's right. like, but it's what I see. So for me, it was like, wow. And then through that, you really got, you know, the familiarities of, of being a family man. Right. See, my just to touch on that real quick. My I liked killing of sacred deer for the cinematography. Yeah. And the lighting and the unsettling performances yep. but I thought that the writing wasn't it, it was good but it was like at a point it was kind of like beating a dead horse with a theme yep yeah I hear that and that's that. why I think it fell off for me yep and I hear that yeah um, but, it, but it's like one of those things that I said to you before um, you know one of the best films ever made cinematography wise for me which also contains some brilliant Almost incomparable acting from people like, uh, you know, Henry Fonda, yeah. is is uh, Once Upon a Time in the West. But boy, is that a long, drawn out. <laughs> no, so I didn't say boring then. Drawn the out movie, with some amazingly fascinating moments mm-hmm. and an amazing like cinematography, etc. But that's Sergio Leone. Yeah, you know that's who he is. Comparably, like, like Deer Hunter, same thing. Exactly. Like slow yeah. Burner. Exactly. There's your slow burn right there. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> I love Deer Hunter. Fantastic, fantastic yeah. movie. But whoa, that's the longest <laughs> cigarette I've ever seen. Apocalypse <laughs> <laughs> um, now. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like I, I, I like this searching could have been really gimmicky for me. Yeah. Like, yeah. When I saw I, I saw Unfriended, like I I I get so annoying when wa- watching a, sh- a movie that bad in theaters that the people around movie. me don't enjoy any of it. Mm-hmm. Even if they were going to enjoy part of the experience mm-hmm. of going to the movies, I ruined it. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but when it's done well, like in Searching, like I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Or like or in that's why I liked Unseen so much. It, it, it was the same thing that they shot it with an iPhone and like the theme was constantly hammered in hammered in hammered in there was a shot with an iPhone and they were trying to get everything with a wide shot mm-hmm. and then eventually the the gimmick 
kind of became an afterthought and I started appreciating the movie. But that had, that movie had other problems too, so it's not perfect. I mean, there's a, there's a definitely flaws in this in this film. I mean, I think um, you know there there is there is things that are forced in it. You know, I think as as you get towards the um, the investigation and you get towards the the you know the actual search, mm. um, there are there are many um, press conferences or you know interviews and things like that. And you know, John Cho, who would not be there. Like or would not be in shot is clearly standing, you know, like right, right behind the the group, etc. You know, like standing out. I mean, they, they they it was I don't think gimmicky is the right word. It was cliche in a, in in a number of spots because of that. Um, uh, Peter, his brother, you know, it, that was cliche. That there was something off. Yeah. You know what I mean? There was something that was my biggest you knew it. problem. But you know, yeah, deep down, deep down, you knew it was not. You know, yeah. not what no, they were, yeah. you know, trying to make you feel. Yep. So it did follow along those kind of lines, but I think they did everything else so well, I could completely, you know, stomach it. I, it wasn't a problem for me at yeah. all. I, yeah. Having said that, I still sit here now and I mention, like, the, the press conference and stuff, mm. and I look at, you know, the, the cops standing there, and he, like, six yards behind him, looking uncomfortable and his stuff. It's like, okay, that didn't need to be there. That, right. that was a forced shot. Right. It didn't need to be yeah. there. And, and and that takes away from it because I enjoyed it so much. But I think the thing, I think that it's cliche for a reason. It's like, I, I think, and, and maybe it's, maybe this is me trying to give it too much of a deeper meaning, but like all the shots, like it, it, it seemed literally cliche intentionally. It seemed like yeah. cliche cookie cutter because... <laughs> We see this shit every day, and and yeah. and this shit happens. Yeah. Corrupt, corrupt, corrupt police. Yeah. Um, plot twist we don't expect. I didn't see that right. coming, by the way. So yeah, that was the best. Did part not see that yeah. coming. Oh, the 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 having it be the corrupt, the corrupt, triple the, twist, the cops, fucking child. I was like, okay, was... whatever. But that's like one of those things that it's there's so many. Like parental sort of like I mean I'm not a parent but like mm-hmm. I obviously have parents and then I have friends who are parents and it's like when he was freaking out because he thought that his brother was doing some weird shit because there are families where that yeah. stuff happens and I feel yeah. like when you're a parent your brain goes to the worst thing that could ever happen to your kid yep. so I get that point and then when she's like I'm not gonna go into the end but shit happens at the end with a detective and her son and she's like i was just trying to protect him like he's not like the other kids da 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 and it's like he almost killed somebody and it's still like the like that's still my kid like one of those you know blood's thicker than water type things when like it comes mm-hmm. down to it though like it's like you don't know unless you're there yeah. You don't See, know unless yeah. you're there. Yeah. And I, that's why I like the social yeah. media things that they used yeah. because there was that bitch in her class who was like, <laughs> yep. oh, you were in her, like, you were, she was studying at your house. And she's like, I'm just trying to get into Berkeley or whatever the fuck right. she said. And then yeah. she was like, we were best friends. Right. And I'm like, there are kids who are like that. Well, that, yeah. that was very real. Like, I yeah. really like that because I mean, we see that every day. We see, I mean, how many times do we see like people, I mean, well, look at Facebook. You know, in the acting community, okay, we have lost a lot of, um, of local actors in the last mm. uh, couple of years. Um, you know, some really great people. And, and yet, I like to think that the people that we know are straightforward and honest. And, and they, 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 they thought, yes, I was close to this person. Yes, this person mattered to me. It really did. And, and some of these, uh, these people, uh, you know, uh, have really touched a lot of people. 
But you do also see people that are out there that are just kind of like, oh yeah, you know, like, you know, we were so close, we did this, and all that kind of stuff. And, it, and it's like, well, it's not. Yeah. That's, it, that's not real. That, that's sympathy card. It, Well, it's almost an assumed thing. Now, right. in the film, they take that to a whole new level. But they take it to a level where we see it. We see it in the news. We mm-hmm. see it on the internet all the time. Mm-hmm. We see it on, on social media posts, etc., so on and so forth. Um, and, and going back to the cliche thing, I liked it. Yeah. I really did. But that one moment of the interviews, that was like forcing it, you know? Right. Um, on the uh, on the didn't see it coming with the the, the kid when when it, you know it went to her and and, and sh- they close in on her I'm like okay how's this gonna work because like why on right. earth would she be bought so I thought it was brilliant I thought it was really brilliant the way the engineer oh, that yeah that was a great For piece of storytelling sure. really great piece of storytelling and, and boy was it a relief because you know there could have been so many ways they they'd gone with that and it would have been like oh yeah you know, why did yeah. we watch this again? You no, just like yeah. you took a great film, like just turn it around. But I thought it was great. I really did. Um, and I think every bit of it to me was believable, viable, right. certainly believable, definitely. Um, the conflict with the brother, mm-hmm. the anger of the brother, and then the forgiving of the brother. You know, right. like the family. You know, these things are all there. You mm-hmm. lose your mind when you're worried. You know, right. I mean, I've run around a supermarket freaking out and been so angry I want to shake my kid because they decided to go to the other end of the store randomly to look at the cheese. <laughs> <laughs> this stuff happens, yeah. you know? Yeah. So, God, I can't even imagine, and, and hopefully will never have to imagine, losing my child and having to find, you know, him or her again. You know what I mean? In, in this situation. So right. knowing how far I will go and how much I will lose my mind over such a simple, ridiculous thing. Right. You know, like, why is she not in the backyard? Where'd they go? It, it's easy to understand just how crazy and how suspicious your mind can get. Absolutely. Yeah. Especially when you're getting no results. Especially when you're going nowhere and not finding any answers. Mm. Mm-hmm. And then part of that was, again, what we talked about with him... Um, him not knowing his daughter. Right. Yeah. A lot of that anger was probably directed at himself. Exactly. Yeah. You know? And I thought I thought John Cho was just, you know, fantastic. I he mean I great. like him. He played yeah. I like him a lot. Um uh, I mean the guy's I'm a Trekkie. <laughs> not a nutcase Trekkie, but I am a Trekkie. I love George Takai, I love Sulu and the guy and John Cho has recreated Sulu. Mm. That's genius right there. You yeah. know? And but seen him in these things I think he's great I think he really is and I, it was really nice to see him in this kind of role in a very serious yes, one yes yeah. right totally agree I don't know where we are in the story but like I'm so hung up on that detective yeah she made me so angry and like one thing that I did going back on like the forcing thing so I I completely thought that this girl was like dead the whole time hmm I'm a little mad at myself that I, like, gave into that so quickly. Because usually I'm like, no, something's not right. And then when it rained, I feel like it focused a little bit too much on the raining part. And then they were like, she's dead. She's been, like, down at the bottom of wherever for a couple days without food and water. And then he was like, it rained on Tuesday or whatever. And I'm like, shut up. Like, that. (laughs) I feel like she still would have something 
I don't know. I don't know the, the depths in which she, the whole environment of where she was at. It was raining pretty hard. So, like, I mean, I get it. But, like, just imagining her just, like, trying to catch raindrops to make sure she's hydrated. I was like, ah, <laughs> oh, shit. That took me out of it a little bit. But at the same time, that was something that was blatantly in front of my face. And I was like, oh, my God, it did rain, didn't it? I really liked when he was trying to, in the beginning of the movie, just to jump back to the beginning, when he mm. was trying to message his daughter but not come off like the two yeah. helicopter yeah. dad. Yeah. So he kept writing whole things, deleting it. Yeah. Like and that's, that's what I like because I do that. Yeah, everybody does that. It's a very lot. real. Yeah. And I'm like... You know, how often do you want to say something and get it all out and then it's like, okay, now I've got it out. This was definitely one of the most serious. realistic and grounded movies that have come out recently, I would say. I'm yeah. so happy. Yeah. This year's been Even the thoughts shit. and the actions you see from the characters yeah. all seem very realistic. And you can see why he's doing the things he's doing. Right. But also as an audience, like that whole conflict with his brother as the audience, I kind of... That was a bit predictable for me because I knew where that was going as soon as they showed the weed. Mm. And then they had the conflict with his brother. I was like, he's just selling his daughter weed, giving mm-hmm. her weed. I completely yeah. forgot yeah. about yeah. that, actually. Yeah. Because yeah. in my head, as a woman, I see, like, what the dad thought. Like, I was like, yep, he is sexually yeah. assaulting her, all of this stuff. <laughs> because that is a genuine fear that we all have. And then, like, I completely forgot the weed was a thing. I was like, oh, yeah. No. So my, that's My friend relatable. that I was watching with, he was like, oh, shit. I was like, he's just selling yeah. her weed. Yeah. I, I, I was the same way halfway through. Once he was like, through, it's for the weed. Assume, I was like, oh, all right. Yeah, as soon as it's because it everyone has that yeah. cool uncle. That well, as soon as it weed. points its well as the uncle, like, yeah. to Ellen and said, he's just selling a weed. Yeah. But, you know, right. the same thing. Right. But at the same time, I, I know I can look back like, you your see buddy that as, at a hundred films and go, yeah. totally missed it. You saw that oh, part as an audience member. but you can so much in this, but I think I was just thinking so much, like... Like, my niece is, like, my everything. Right. Like, I've been in her life since birth. So, like, I think in my head, I was just like, yeah. what if this was her? Like, I, I just completely forgot everything that was in front of me. And I was like, oh, stupid bitch. Of I course would- it's the weed. Because <laughs> yeah. when I saw the sweatshirt, I thought the same thing. I was like, sketchy shit happening with the uncle. Oh, my God. And I'm like, oh, yeah, remember that giant thing of weed he had in the beginning? Because yeah. I don't. I was going to go back and watch this again, and I didn't get a chance to. Um, but I feel sure that when I watch it again, I'm going to be, you know, very comfortable with everything they did in mm-hmm. retrospect. Right. I'm going to be able to look through it and say, "Oh yeah," and I'm actually, I, I believe I'm going to see things that even now I know I've missed. Yeah. Which will just I want add to that illusion mm-hmm. and will really work. You know, they 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 really pieced this together. They really thought about it, mm-hmm. and and I don't think they contrived anything story-wise right. i think it like as i said before it's, it's very believable just as yeah. rob was saying before very believable you know very realistic in that sense it's so you know believable in like the worst ways like mm. going back to the fake sympathy thing and the fact that there was yep. like hashtags the dad killed her yep. and stuff like that and it's just like so disgusting how some yep. people will use the internet to do so many bad things yep. yeah and the whole catfish thing you know is annoying to me. I find people who catfish, any of you, um, people who catfish for whatever reason, that's, I cannot physically bring myself to ever do that. Like, I feel weird pretending to be somebody else. Mm -hmm. And like, you know, to use the excuse, like, they wouldn't be friends with me if I wasn't this person. It's like, why would you want them to be friends with 
someone who isn't you anyway. Mm-hmm. I know so, people who've been victims of that. It's it's same. Kind of, it's really sad, and it's so, it's most of the time so obvious. So like in this, you know, seeing like the home of the catfish thing, whatever. But it's like when you're <laughs> online, you really don't know. And I think before, like I started working on like films and stuff, if I saw anybody with like a like a stock photo looking headshot or something. I'd be like, that is a fake person. But yeah. like now on social media, when people get really nice headshots, they'll like make it as like their profile. And it's totally like not something I'll, you know, look twice at. I know a lot of photographers now and they'll post really well done photos. But like the girl on whatever that chat site they were doing, which reminds me of that stupid Musical.ly app, um, <laughs> hate that fucking app. But, um, that's what it reminded me of. And I was like, that photo is so not someone's real photo. But, like, mm. kids don't know that. Yeah. And they will put trust in anybody who will talk to them at that age. I laughed yeah. when it was just an independent actor out of nowhere. As it yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's like, um, I don't know what to tell you, but, like, I'm an actress. That's Sorry. Great. Like, close to home. <laughs> I feel like she wasn't, like, she was being whatever. Because I was like, do you not hear what he's like? Like, do you not hear that he's frantic on the phone? Like, I feel like if someone called me and was, like, frantic, like, are you this person? Like, something's going... Like, he didn't tell her enough, but he was still, like, obviously shaken enough that, like, you're not fish and chips. I like that his name was fish and chips because, like, fish, catfish, ha. Like, yeah. I I probably forced that together. But, (laughs) but, like, I was like, oh, fish and chips because they made it a thing so that you saw catfish... And there was a lot of, like, people she talked to online because there was that weird boy that he punched out at the movie theaters, which I hated from the beginning with this yeah, like, stupid fucking yeah, Uga photo. I was yeah. like, oh, I know so many people with photos I like that. I rooted for John Cho there. I was like, I was like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I was John like, Cho. get yeah. him, dude. But yeah, you know even what? Yeah. then, people took that, they recorded it on their phones, and they were like, the dad's a psycho, all this shit. And it's just, like, so... I would not want to be a parent in that situation where my parent... Where my parent, excuse me, where my child is missing and all these emotions are happening and there's all these strangers who have no idea what the fuck's going on right. being like, you're a monster, you're out of control, you're well, da-da-da, yeah. and it's like, what What if that was your kid? Well, that's. I think that's one of the takeaways from the film, isn't it? I mean, it's a gentle way of saying people are capable of bad stuff. People are, people are capable of... of of cruelty, people are, are capable of, of, you know, taking advantage. People are, are, are capable of, of uh, coattail riding or right. you know bandwagon jumping, and you know yeah. all of these different things. But much as that is the case, another thing I took away from it is, I feel pretty lucky because I don't think I know many people like that. And like you know, being in this industry, met a lot of people, mm-hmm. you know, and there's a lot of people that we know who are truly genuine, work truly hard, would, you know, give their right arm for you just to do anything, whether it be, you know, working on your film, just helping you out, just, you know, generally brightening your day. I think we are, we are so blessed in that, but it's a reminder for me that there are a lot of people out there that my daughter is is at 15 interacting with all of these people. Every one of them we saw in that film that did something bad. They're all out there in her life right now. Mm -hmm. And just got to trust that she makes the right decisions and stuff. Speaking of good people, happy birthday, Mike Swanson. One of the best. Absolutely one of the best. Fantastic. So we jumped around so much. <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna leave this one as it is. It's it jumps around itself. 
Yeah. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna close this one out a little early today because I'd rather people go out and see this movie yeah. rather than us tear apart it and ruin the story what Absolutely. we already kind of have. Um, but it's worth way, seeing. It's worth seeing. It is. So uh, I would like to turn it over to Rob for final thoughts and number grade out of ten. I'm probably gonna give it about a seven point five because I thought it was well acted and everything was played. It played out well. A little bit of things were predictable. And my main problem with it really was just the camera work. I just didn't like the whole way that they chose to shoot it. Just how some people don't like found footage films. This is just something I ended up not liking. Sucker films. I love them. But some people (laughs) don't. Found footage movies. Even the shitty ones. (laughs) (laughs) Paul, what did you think? Uh, I mean, you know, I I think it made it abundantly clear I really love this film I think it's uh, it's great um, I dealt very quickly with my discomfort at Deborah Messing having you know, a, a deep you know dark hair as opposed to yeah. a trademark red hair um, that was probably one of my biggest problems with the film so that should tell you everything you need to know um, I'd give it a I'd give it a nine if I'm if I'm being you know about how I felt about it I would give it a nine I mean is it winning you know uh, sweeping the Oscars I, I don't think so but so far as like Achieving what it set out to achieve and being thought-provoking and being, you know, a very entertaining film, um, I thought it was great. Cool. Um, I gave it an 8.5. Um, initially came out of the theaters giving it a 9, but I, I <coughs> tailed it back a little bit. I did, I did just really, I was caught off guard by all of the plot twists and I enjoyed the ride. But all in all, um, I thought the acting was great. I thought the story was fantastic. I thought the editing was uh, absolutely the best. Um, I uh, don't, I'm not, I'm not 100% on the way they shot it. I mean, I wouldn't have shot it any other way. But I also um, just not, I'm not a fan of anything that doesn't blow me away cinematography wise if they're going to go the road of using webcams and and iPhones and stuff like that. Like, if if I'm going to see something like shot with an iPhone, I want to see it used. I just want to see it used in an interesting way where there is a purpose for it. Cinematic, like cin- not not saying cinematically because cinematically it was it was necessary to shoot this movie the way it was. Um, I just I would have liked some some cool stuff thrown here and there, but I don't know if it would have fit. Um, so yeah, no, I gave it eight point five. I enjoyed it. I'd recommend definitely going to see it. Um, and turn it over to Sam. Yeah, so I enjoyed it. I definitely think I'm going to give it a nine. Um, I all year I mean besides like like I enjoyed A Quiet Place and Hereditary and stuff like that but it was just like saw so many bad movies in between those so this was a really good one I really liked you know sorry Rob I really liked how this was executed and I really like the whole desktop thing because I feel like when online drama is happening that's all you're looking at you have tunnel vision to this screen and everything going on I feel like he was super what's his name again Harry yeah David David David. Wait, wait a minute. Who, what are we talking about? The director? <laughs> no, the, oh. David. David was yeah. the lead with John's yes. character. Yeah. yeah. Brother was yes. Peter. Um, I feel like he played a very believable dad with how he was so disconnected, but trying to do, be a good dad. And he didn't know what half of like the internet things were. He's like, what the hell is that? And 
It was just very, very relatable and very realistic and very <clears throat> scary because of how, you know, this shit really happens. And I feel like they didn't go too much into anything where it became like a silly gimmicky drama. Um, so yeah, I give it a nine. I would highly suggest seeing it. I don't think it's in theaters still, but like, it find is, it. It is. It is in theaters. Yeah, still. Yeah, yeah, still. Oh, it's God, not. It's not in all theaters, but there shit. are limited showings in um, in a lot of the Boston theaters still. That yeah. may not go last through it. this through this week, but yeah, definitely go see. It. Rob and I were just talking about how quick some films have been yeah. like pulled from yeah. theaters. Oh, so like, yeah. some good ones too. Uh, go yeah. see this one. This is what yeah. I, I would for sure recommend. If not, it's probably coming out on Netflix like in a few weeks. It'll be out on DVD and Blu-ray soon, but um, for sure. just one little more thing to add. If you guys like John showing this, you should watch him in uh, The Exorcist Season 2 on Fox. It's oh, an, is he in that? Yeah. Oh, I started like... It's a now-canceled show because I guess not many people watch it, but it's a really well-done show. I didn't like the first season. I started Second watching season it, was good. but yeah. I fell off the yeah. first season, too. Second season is completely different. It's not even completely different story no one from the first season's in it oh, it's almost like an anthology i might show. pick it back up again <laughs> he kind of plays a similar character in that actually um so rob do you got anything to plug this week no just like rate and review the podcast as usual Paul, you got anything to plug um yeah a couple of things really um we uh having the uh, uh meet the author will be uh, coming out soon. The trailer will be coming out, which is uh, pretty spectacular. Um, it's a uh, short film we did. A short film that we did um, with uh, starring uh, Steve Blackwood and Marty Smith and Pam Morgan. They are uh, really great uh, comedy, rom- romantic comedy. And then next Friday, I will be appearing at Salem Horror Fest along with Ice Nine Kills, uh, doing a question and answer uh, session based uh, around The Silver Scream, which is the feature film length music video of an amalgamation of a lot of their songs and uh, uh, celebrating the release of their new album, The Silver Screen. Awesome. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, just guys, uh, like, share, subscribe, rate, share, follow, all the things. Um, Brutally Honest Network, Facebook, YouTube, SoundCloud, Stitcher, wherever podcasts are found. Um, check out Hop Top Films. We have a bunch of shows coming out, a bunch of short films coming out. Meet the Author, Lifted is a, a, a horror science fiction feature that is in the process of being filmed, and we're having a screening for it on October 28th in Massachusetts if you are around. Um, other than that, keep up with our pod, keep up with our stuff. We got new stuff um, coming soon. Yeah. Sam. Um, same as always, gonna plug myself. Uh, Halloween-y time is here now that it's officially October. So if you want to see some spooky characters, uh, you can check out Night Terror Effects on Instagram and Facebook, where I'll be doing, you know, spooky creatures and also sharing my haunt schedule, uh, because I am a haunt actor. So, um, I'll share where I'll be, because I'm at two haunts, so I'll share that on my Facebook page. Cool. Um, Thanks, guys, for tuning in. As always, keep it brutally honest. Tune in next time. This week we have The Predator and we have also The Nun. Two reviews coming soon. Not sure of the order. Um, But, yeah, let us know what you thought. Uh, Today I am drinking what Justin drank last week and said tasted like pine salt but good. 
Um, or, or I think he said a, a Christmas tree with oranges around it. Yeah, he said something. Citrus and Piney by the Hop Concept out of San Marcos, California. I have to agree, it's pretty damn good. Check it out. Um, see you guys next week. Bye.